morning, good afternoon, and good evening. However you're watching, wherever you're watching, however you're listening, wherever you're listening, it is the Bet Online Salute to Troy podcast, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all, happy Hanukkah to all, and Ryan, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa, my friend. Today is the first day of Kwanzaa. Actually, Ryan, after you, my parents went to Long Beach State, and they were telling me that I guess my dad had class with the professor who invented Kwanzaa at Long Beach State. Yeah, wild. So. He's the he's the chairman now for African Studies at Long Beach State, where I went to college. Pretty cool. There you go. So, happy Kwanzaa to those who celebrate Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate Hanukkah. Happy Merry Christmas to those who celebrate Christmas. And if I missed you, merry or happy, however you say it, in your <laughs> religion. So, we'll cover all bases. <laughs> Love it. So, it's holiday bowl, Ryan. It's not where we wanted to be. It's not where we expected to be, but we're here. We're happy to take a bowl game. But this is an exciting game. Um, yeah. Before we get into that, over the holidays weekend, while we're also where we're off with our families and taking a little rest from LAFB, we got some exciting news from across town. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> They realized that they were not at a very quality school, and they wanted to come over to a quality school. You want to you want to go ahead and announce that news for us? Yeah. So, yeah, right before Christmas Eve, I guess it was Christmas Eve Eve. I was doing my family Christmas in Colorado, so I was like, oh, of course, this has to break when uh, I am busy, but we able to get something up. But um, elite safety Kamari Ramsey, who is a, I believe, a redshirt freshman, so you know, a lot of eligibility left. He'll be great. And John Humphrey, also, who really progressed as a corner with DeAnton Lynn, local kid from right here, John Muir uh, High School here in Pasadena, also transferring. So both two secondary kids from the Lynn, uh, I guess I wouldn't say tree, but coach under Lynn at UCLA, now coming over to USC. So big gets for USC on defense, you know, move their transfer portal ranking all the way into the top 10. Um, and so, yeah, you're seeing what Lincoln Riley is doing at least on defense uh, through this off season. It's, it's been great. Those are two, probably, probably two of the strongest gets uh, so far. Ramsey's from Pasadena also. Uh, he's from SoCal. Like, I don't know if he's from Pasadena. Let me, let me double check that while you're talking. Okay. So the thing I like about this and, and me and Jamal talked about it when we never even got to the DBs. <laughs> it's when we were talking about, uh, a transfer that came in. It was a transfer show. I can't even remember now. We've done so many shows. It's been such a great year. such a long year. And uh, just to add, uh, Ramsey went to Sierra Canyon. Okay. So me and Jamal were were talking about this. And I was talking about how I think it might have been we were talking about the Anton Lynn. Maybe. I don't remember. Don't quote me on it. But I was talking about how with Ramsey coming over because the rumors are happening mm-hmm. and the depth of the defensive backfield that with Damani Jackson and Ramsey and how they are able to become a very good defensive secondary, how they were the first year and create a lot of turnovers and be very opportunistic. So that's one of the things we were talking about. Well, Damani Jackson, unfortunately, transferred because everybody knows I'm, I'm a big fan of him. I'm still a big fan of him, and I still hope he gets opportunity to go to the NFL and reaches mm-hmm. his potential. 
Um, but with a with a safety experience in the defensive scheme that's played as well as he played as a redshirt freshman. If he still and, and I don't want to make this sound bad, if he still has upside and he hasn't reached full potential, then this is a great move. This is a great move for SC because now they got the, the corner from Oregon State. They have Ramsey, the safety. They have um, the other the kid you just said his name. He's, he's, it slipped my mind. John Humphrey. John Humphrey. John Humphrey is a corner, right? Or he's also yeah, a safety. So, no, so Arnold from, from Oregon State will, will play safety most likely. So you'll have Ramsey okay. and Arnold in the back end and then Humphrey up at corner, yeah. Right, and then you find another corner, um, not even in the portal. <clears throat> in this situation, you could actually get a guy off your roster that's younger. You could protect him. Yeah, uh, yeah I like Kirby Covington. I thought he had some some good stuff this year, so he'll he'll be looked at. Yeah. So the fact that he knows the playbook and the fact that he could play fast, both of them know the playbook, yeah. and both of them could play fast, changes the whole concept of defense. Like. This puts us in potential to have another 16 turnover. What was it, 16 interceptions that year, the first year? Yeah, double digit. <laughs> right, 16 interceptions and and a very opportunistic uh, defense. The good thing about <clears throat> and this is this was the biggest this was the biggest difference between last year and this year, the turnovers. Yep. The reason why I believe. They were so successful that first year. It's because they had so many turnovers and they gave Caleb Williams and that often so many more opportunities playing, right? Last year, well, this past season or this year, this year, excuse me, this year, there wasn't a lot of opportunities, extra opportunities for Caleb Williams, right? Or for the offense. Yep. That's the biggest difference. I feel like with this defense that, that they're bringing in, they're bringing in a defense that's going to create more opportunities for the offense. I'm not going to name a starting quarterback yet, and we're going to get into what we want to see tomorrow night, but I'm not going to name a starting quarterback. I'm assuming that the job is wide open. <laughs> that's what I'm going to yeah. go with. So um, it's just the fact that they, they're setting themselves up to create more opportunities. And I'll say this again. I think Lincoln Riley's doing a very good job. I still don't know if it's motivation or if it's a threat. That's the part that scares me. And Jamal, me and Jamal have that conversation. And I think you were, it's when you was back East. Um, we don't know if it's motivation. Jamal think it's 50, 50. I don't know, but like, was it a, was it a threat that came or is it, is he really motivated to really move this, this program? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I like the move. I love it. I think that these dudes are going to make the team better. I think they're going to bring in some sort of leadership because I think that's another thing that's lacking is leadership. And, and here's the thing too, Ryan, you're going to get them for at least two to three years. Right. So that's another plus we're building culture. So I'm all for it. I appreciate it. I love it. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Ramsey was the number two safety in the, in the transfer portal. And, and like you said, brings in, um, the ability to build around, you know, when you look at the transfer portal, it's yeah, you're no matter what, you're going to have a couple one year rentals just because of the nature of how the portal works, but getting a guy like Ramsey, that is, you know, at least going to give you what 
two years, I think, because of, he'll need to play two more for eligibility. Um, uh, technically, he only technically he only needs to play if he if he was a redshirt, he only yeah. needs to play one more because he'll be three years out. Yeah, true. So technically, only one, but you have the ability to build around him for more if if he chooses to stay. Um, right. And then I think hum- Humphrey. What was great about Humphrey was seeing his progression under Lynn from last year to this year. It, it was a huge jump over at UCLA his improvement. And so I think he can even jump further because he was a a fairly highly uh, touted recruit coming out of John Muir and just never really reached that potential at UCLA until this season. And so if he can build upon that and bring that and bring some stability. And like you alluded to the fact that both these guys know this system is huge because everyone else is going to be learning it from scratch. And so you have some guys on the back end that know it um, is going to be great. So I was really hoping holding out that Kalen Bullock would come back one more year. He didn't announce till over Christmas break, basically that he was going to go to the draft just a few days ago, because the thought of having Ramsey, Kalen Bullock and Arnold as your back three rotation with Jalen Smith as your nickelback. And then obviously Humphrey and Jacoby Covington and others uh, at corner. I thought it was a really, really improved unit still is going to be good with Arnold and, and Ramsey back there and Jalen Smith still being that nickel back that I think is not getting a lot of talk. I think he's a guy that going into the off season um, coach, I think we'll talk about more and heading into next year as a guy to look for as being that, to make that big leap on the U S we ever defense. get to the DBs, <laughs> if we ever get to the DBs, which we will uh, after this bowl game. But I think with Lynn's tutelage with coach Belk coming over from Houston, I mean, he's a guy that loves USC loves this program. Um, he's great with the media. He's, he, he's just a great young kid. And I think, uh, he's a guy that I'm looking for, but anyway, going back to Ramsey and, and Humphrey, huge get for this, uh, secondary, huge get for this defense, huge get for Lincoln Riley as they continue to build out. And, and yeah, as you said, I mean, he said after the off season, he was going to do whatever it took to make USC defense, a great defense. And that's what it's all been about. I mean, you look at all the coaching hires, all the transfer, it's been all defense. And, and, you know, there still needs to be some cleanup on offense. Obviously we will talk about quarterback, but the focus has been on building out this defense. And I think they've done a really good job so far. I don't think there needs to be cleaned up at quarterback. I think, I think there has been a great competition created, mm-hmm. right? And before I, and I'm listening right now it's no competition because there's only one on the roster, but yes, it will be a great competition. <laughs> right. Yeah. But let's, and, and, and we're going to find that out tomorrow. Let's leave on that cliffhanger. And I just want to let you guys know that Salute Your is brought to you guys by Bet Online. We're in the middle of bowl season. Christmas is over. So if you want to start your new year off right with a perfect parlay and get a little bit of extra cash in your money, go to betonline.ag. You get all up to minute odds, stats, updates, best lines, best wagers. That's betonline.ag. Put in promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. And you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online, where the game starts. It's Miller time, Ryan. <laughs> we got the we got the uh they sent us the packet. It says it's Miller time. It's in all capital letters. Miller Moss is getting his first start. I'm excited for this. I've been a Miller Moss fan since last year. Um yep. it's and and, and things Trojan. happen. True Trojan stuck it out. He's didn't enter the portal, right? As of now, he hasn't entered the portal. And I always said this is this is why I respect Miller Moss too. I've always been for the portal, right? I'll say, you know, guys who get caught in the wash, they don't get an opportunity and they want to get a chance to play college football. Maybe they could go somewhere and play college football and get a start somewhere. 
That's Miller Moss. He's caught in the wash. New coach comes in. They bring in a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. He never really get an opportunity to start. But listen to this, kids. If you stay patient, your time will come. He stayed patient. His time is here. Leading into that, let's talk about this Holiday Bowl. And I know there's a lot of question marks. And I'm going to say something that's really out of character for me. But I'm not expecting a win. But I, I will, in this case, in this game, I will accept a moral victory. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say that, it's unfortunate because Louisville is a damn good football team. And I'm not taking anything from Louisville. I respect Ron English. I, I expect yep. Rome, their coach. Like, these are all great coaches, guys who's put in all their hard work. And Louisville's had a great season. And it's unfortunate that SC and Louisville got the draw against each other. Because this is an elevated evaluation. This is a this is week three NFL preseason for USC. Yeah. Right. Full roster evaluation. They're going to see what guys deserve to play. They're going to see where they need to go finish out in the portal. <clears throat> They're probably going to see where they need to recruit to get some depth. If I'm Lincoln Riley, if I'm Danton Land, if I'm everybody on the staff, I'm completely happy that I'm in this situation. Because I get a legit evaluation. And when I say a legit evaluation, it's not spring football evaluation against ourselves where it's not full speed. It's not fall ball evaluation where it's against ourselves as full speed. This is against another team, Division One athletes. Yeah, good team who's played in the who played in their conference championship and took an undefeated Spank Notre Dame took an undefeated team down to the wire, right? played as hard they play like oregon state right they play hard they're gonna hit you their defense is amazing so they're this is a true test if miller moss goes out tomorrow night those are 302 touchdowns our boy sam well uh sam hunt right sam hunt's the country singer i'm sorry (laughs) well howard (laughs) well howard i don't know why i have sam hunt in my mind it's a great singer (laughs) great music <laughs> Maybe um, we'll listen to some Sam Hunt on the drive down. Maybe that's yeah. We can do that definitely. Uh, well, I don't know why I have Sam Hunt on my mind. Anyway, uh, Will Howard might think that all right, I need to come in here. This spot ain't mine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's why I said this is a cliffhanger. We could have competition created tomorrow. Going to the spring, who's going to be the starter? Going to the fall, who's going to be the starter? I love nothing more than you don't know who the starter is going into the season because it's hard to game plan against what you're going to see. Yep. I think it's a great test. So I'm if we don't win, I'm good with it. But if we go out there, we see dudes like, oh, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. That's where you need fixes, you know, and that's where you need plugs and fills. It's it's a it's week three preseason. That's exactly what it is. What do you what do you feel about tomorrow night? Miller Moss yeah. everything. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, starting with Miller Moss, and then I'll work back to just expectations for the whole game. Um, I actually just published an article on LAFBnetwork.com about Miller Moss, if anyone wants to go check that out. Shameless plug, LAFBnetwork.com. But, you know, with – you said everything. You know, he's a true Trojan, uh, been through it, been, you know, seen – Jack, he's here with Keaton Slovis, Jackson Dart transferred out, sat behind Caleb Williams, had to watch Malachi Nelson come in as a, as a top era parent five-star. Now he's gone. I loved how last week in practice, he was asked about his future and basically said, regardless of who transfers in, he plans to still be a USC Trojan next year. Um, so just, it's cool to see. And it's so rare 
in today's day and age. So everyone, all Trojan fans are rooting for him, hoping he goes out and balls out. But in terms of just, you know, the business side of it and what this does, here's one thing too, coach, that, you know, because it's kind of a benefit in a way that Will Howard, Cameron Ward, any of these remaining top quarterbacks haven't officially committed yet. And I don't know if that's on their end or if it's on USC holding out officially either announcing or, or signing them. But you got to think about in this day of NIL, any of those quarterbacks are going to command a large amount of NIL. Cameron Ward, obviously a lot more. There's been reports of over a million. Will Howard's probably in that 500 to 800,000 range is what USC is going to have to pay him in a way. If Miller Moss, and it's only one game, but if Miller Moss goes out and balls out tomorrow night with a lesser cast around him, you know, no Marshawn Lloyd, no Brendan Rice, no Lake McCree, who got injured, unfortunately, last week, no Jude Wolf, no Mario Williams, who's transferring. If he goes and balls out and even loses, but just shows that he can command the offense, can create some explosive plays, you know, just looks to fit the mold of USC quarterback, it could give this coaching staff and Lincoln Riley some confidence like, okay, this is our quarterback of the future. They're still going to have to add to the room but they don't have to go pay for a premium for one of these guys. They can go add a lesser, and it sounds respectful, but a, a cheaper quarterback to add to the room that, you know, can at least give you some starts or whatever. Here's a political but, way to say it. Here's a political way. They could go build depth. There you go. They can go build depth <laughs> for cheaper and then use that money and allocate towards other positions underneath, whether they want to just throw more at the defensive side of the ball with some big name guys that are still available, add to the receiving room that they may need to do, whatever it may be. Um, or even just in in uh, incoming freshmen out of that class, as Lincoln Riley said, they're going to add more to that as well as they have 20 commits at the moment. So um, it's a huge opportunity, not for, just for Miller Moss to go and prove that he's the guy, but also for this program to be able to pivot a bit and say, you know what? He is the guy. We don't have to go commit because if they, let's be real, if they go and pay, and I know people don't like talk about this, but this is the truth of college football now. If they go and pay 800000 to a million for a Will Howard, it's going to be really hard for them not to start him just because you're putting that much money up. I'm not saying Lincoln Riley will do that. I think he truly, maybe I'm one of the few, but I truly believe he will play the best player. And so if Miller Moss beats him out in spring, I think he'll do that. But it's a tough pill that if you're paying that for a guy to be backup when you could have paid that to someone else at another position. So, I mean, it's just a huge opportunity for Miller Moss. So before I get into the expectations of the games, just what's your thoughts on that since we didn't really discuss that at all? No, I agree. Like, like that's why I said, like, Tomorrow's tomorrow's going to show if it's going to be a quarterback competition, right? I, I could agree 100% with you. It does change the value of the contract, yeah. right? And then, like, and, and like, we'll start seeing, like, when we start getting with the Desai guys and we'll start talking about guys, you're going to hear me say this a lot. Why would I pay that price and I could get him at a later round? Like, I could get him for a better value. I don't care what everybody yeah. else says. Like, that's where he is. That's where his value is. So if I could get, Will Howard, for example, let's say because he's a middle of America kid, it might not be about the money for him. It might be the opportunity. Let's say we do get a Will Howard. Why would I pay half a million after, let's say tomorrow, Miller Moss goes off. They lose by three. Miller Moss throws for 300, three touchdowns, has a 70, 65 to 70% completion rating. That's very good. All he has is Taz Washington, but he does have – um. Ah, uh, come on, man. The big receiver. I can't remember his name. I'm having a brain fart. I'm a big Zach fan Ryan of him. Rand? Nope. I tell him to go play baseball. I say he should go be a uh, baseball Deuce player. Robinson? Deuce. He has Deuce Robinson, right? This could be yeah. a come out game for Deuce. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that could happen. Now, now you start to sit back and think like, okay, 
it's not Caleb, and we know it's not Caleb, but this is Miller Moss, and this is a different style of offense that we're going to see, but this is going to be a productive offense, right? So now you start to think like, well, hey, Will, remember when we offered you that 750? Um, you know, some things happened, and we started to look around. You know, we just signed two big-time DBs. Are you willing to take 300? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to um, come compete. Yeah, yeah. You're you're coming to compete now, and maybe if you do compete, we could talk about negotiations later. But you know, so like I say, it's the value of the guy. Miller Moss isn't asking for money. Miller Moss is asking to be a Trojan. I'll take, I'll take eighteen Miller Mosses because yeah. you need some knuckleheads. I'll take eighteen Miller Mosses on the field, right? And I'll take, I'll take half the the, the rest that's left. I'll take what is it, twenty two? So there's only what four left. I'll yeah. take two in the middle, and I'll take two knuckleheads on each side. I got a championship team, yeah. <laughs> right? So it's just the value of it. It's where the value lies. And so I'm hoping that this creates a competition. I hope it starts to – I want the conversations like, oh, boy, what's SC going to do now, right? And I will say this, because they're not – neither one of them are officially chosen yet. It shows Will Howard and Cam Ward's character. Are they willing to come in and compete and try to take a starting spot, or do they just want to be handed the starting spot? That's the question that needs to be asked. Yeah. Well, that and and the last thing I'll say on that, and and this is just my opinion. I don't. I'm not sitting in the room with Lincoln Riley, but I also think it would show if we get to that point that Lincoln believes and he doesn't want to pursue others because he believes in Miller Moss. Because I truly believe, you know, for all his faults on other sides of the ball, or whatever. When it comes to quarterback, if he wants someone, he can get him. Because look, look at his track record. Starting next season in the NFL, four of the 32 quarterbacks played for Lincoln Riley. I mean, that is an unbelievable clip that four out of 32 NFL starting quarterbacks played for Lincoln Riley in college. And so that if you're going to a quarterback and saying, do you want to have a chance for a championship, play for an amazing school and an amazing campus in the best city in the world? Oh, and you're going to go and, and be an NFL quarterback probably when it's all said and done. Like, who's going to say no to that for an extra 250K? Like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So to me, it would almost signify that he's saying, like, we're good here. Like, we found our guy. We'd love to bring someone else in, but we're not gonna we're not gonna beg them to come because if I was begging him, he would come. He would be here already. If not, we're good. So I, I don't know. I just think that signifies that too. As the great words of my man Mace said, more money, more problems. Yes, sir. <laughs> Especially when you're 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, like so and, and here's the thing though, and uh, and I'll get I'll get back to your expectations. And I, I and I'm a, I'm gonna go off on this tangent because I, I faced this problem too. Rant. The problem with the money is the money is not yours. And this is the problem I have with NIL, right? The money is not his. And when I say that, you give an 18-year-old half a million dollars, you have 32 family members asking for that half a million dollars. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And... That's the biggest problem. And the problem with an 18-year-old is they don't know how to say no yet. All my friends that I knew that went to the NFL, up front, they'll tell you, man, my biggest problem was I didn't know how to say no when I was a rookie. I didn't yeah. know how to say no at year two. They had to learn how to say no. These kids don't know how, to know how to say no. Auntie comes, hey, you know, can you look out for me? That's why 
the worst scene, and a lot of people are going to hate me for this. The worst scene in the NFL draft is when a kid gets drafted and there's 30 people behind him because it's not that kid made it. It's we made it. But they didn't go to practice. They didn't wake up at five o'clock in the morning. The best scene is when you see the kids and it's his girlfriend. And at that time, you're young and love. I get it. It's your girlfriend there. It's your mom and dad. And it's maybe a few family members. Twelve people. That's the best scene. The 30 people, your auntie that you talk to once a holiday. And all of a sudden, she's asking you for money. The cousin that you only talk see on the holiday, that's supposedly now your favorite cousin, he's going to start asking for money. You got friends who's going to ask you for money. You got the high school trainers who feel like they owe you. All you high school trainers out there, stop asking those kids for money. You're doing that out of the kindness of your heart. You're doing that so they can advance and get better. They don't owe you anything. Honestly, these kids don't owe their parents anything be 100 honest because their goal as a parent is to put your kid in a better situation than you that's the problem the biggest problem with nil so you're talking about all of a sudden giving an 18 year old half a million dollars he's only going to see ten thousand of it no lie he'll see ten thousand at a half a million the rest of it the other four hundred ninety thousand is going to end up with family because he want now he has to take care of everybody that's the burden that weighs on that. That's my rant. I'm sorry about that. I I I, I was actually thinking about that today in traffic. <laughs> so it's true, man. It's true. Have you uh have you seen uh, Cameron Fountain's mom? He's a, 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 a commit 2024 commit edge uh, kid out of Georgia, four star. He's gonna be great. Uh, commit to SC. Have you? His mom's like super active on Twitter. Have you seen her? I have not at all. I have not. So she's I. I I've started following her cause she's very outspoken. And, and during the time of the, the overturn of coach Grinch, she was very like, we're committed to SC hundred percent, blah, blah, blah. And so she's, she's a few times come out and said like, like the amount of money we and others have been offered is unreal, but like we're committed to not a quick paycheck, but the future. That's why we're going to USC. Like she's basically saying like, we're going to USC because it's the right for my son it's right for him for his future goals, not just his tomorrow goals of, you know, getting a quick paycheck in NIL. And it just speaks to kind of that when you need to have that that true foundation and sometimes a smaller foundation pushing you to this, not to just take the big paycheck so everyone can get paid right now. But knowing that four-year degree at USC means a whole lot more than 500K today. Or that four-year yeah. degree at USC national title plus an NFL paycheck means a whole lot more than taking a quick paycheck today. So I, I always if you if you can find her, I'll send you her. But I mean, she's great. Yeah. She's like the the true Trojan mother already, which is awesome to see. Maybe we should have her come on. I'll I'll, I'll ask her to come on. You should. Yeah, I'll ask her to come on. No, but like that's that's serious. You're a Trojan for life, and a lot of people don't understand that. Like you're legit a Trojan for life, even. If you never went to school with that person, you see somebody say, hey, you went to USC? They're like, yeah. You go fight on Trojan. They go fight on you with there. You start talking like every time you see my my parents' neighbor went to SC. She's older than me. Now every time she sees me, hey, how you doing? I don't even live there. And she treats me like I'm the neighbor. So, I mean, yeah. SC is just a whole different thing. But, yeah. Sorry I went off on that tangent. But that, that, that good. A, a lot of people need to understand that part, too, about the money. Like, it, you really don't need a million dollars. You only need about $40,000. $40,000 and you have no bills is a lot of money. That's all you really need. Like, it's getting greedy now. Just being honest with you. Like, if I had forty k a year while I was in college, I'll be rich. I have no bills. So that's the thing to talk about. All right. 
Back to you. Sorry to disrupt the class. What are your expectations for tomorrow night? Yeah, no, I'm uh, no, it was great. And yeah, I was in New York to speak to your Trojan for life. Not that I went to USC. I always try to admit that. Unfortunately, I did not. Uh, went to, but I went to Long Beach State. Go Beach. What's up? But when I was in uh, New York, uh, New York City just last week and walked by a guy wearing a Trojan sweatshirt, you know, just gave him the old fight on. And it was a, yo, what up? Fight on. Let's go. Let's get the holiday bowl. So it was cool. All the way across the country, New York mm-hmm. saw a Trojan out there. But, um, no expectations. I'm in line with you. Like, I think what makes this game fun coach is, is I think most people for sure me, but I think most people don't have any expectations. Like last year against Tulane, it was the big letdown that they lost to Utah, had a shot for the college football playoff, but you still get a New Year's six bowl cotton bowl. You know, obviously it doesn't seem as, as prevalent as a, a college football playoff, but it's still New Year's six. You're going against Tulane, a smaller school. So everyone's like, okay, it's going to be a blowout. And then to lose that game was probably like the worst possible scenario. You miss it on the college football playoff and then you lose to Tulane. Who was a good football team? Like I'm not taking anything away against coach Fritz and, and you know, Tajay Spears and all those players, but USC should never be losing to a team like Tulane this year. Obviously we know how the year went. You go again in this game against Louisville and it's almost like Louisville's the opposite now. Like Louisville's, this is the worst possible scenario because they're bringing, for the most part, I haven't followed them closely, but I think they're bringing most of their players into this game. Haven't lost a ton of the transfer portal. Haven't lost a ton of big names that are going to skip the game for the draft. They're the top 15 ranked team in the nation. They were in the ACC championship game, just lost to FSU. And they're going to go against USC that has all these players that have transferred, all these players going to the draft, a whole new defensive coaching staff. And so if they were to either lose this game or come up or it's a close game, they're the ones that are like, oh, man, that's like a lose-lose. So to me, this is a fun eval game, just like you said. We get to see a lot of young guys go. We get to see a lot of freshman receivers talk about, obviously, Zachariah Branch. We know how good he is, but we get to see Jacoby Lane probably get a lot more playing time. Hopefully, Dorian Singer come out and play well. Taj Washington, who accepted his invitation to the Shrine Bowl, going to the NFL draft, but is still playing this game. I hope he goes for 10 for 200 and shows the world how good he is. And so I think to me, and defense, we haven't even talked about defense, but it's just going to be a a litany of different players. And, uh, you know, the new coaching staff won't be coaching necessarily, but the aura of them will be there. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited. I, I, I hope I see them compete. Like you said, stay healthy. And I hope Miller Moss has a great game and can stamp himself as a potential starter next year. So the key, to me, it's the, more of an exciting opportunity. That's the key. You set the key right there at the end. Stay healthy. I mean, you can't control injuries, but we'll take an ankle sprain. We'll take, you know, a pull groin, a dislocated finger. We'll take that. No surgeries. <laughs> no surgeries from this game. Like, no. stay healthy. Let's knock on wood. Like, let's get out of here. Let's stay healthy. Let's get to spring ball. And let's just reestablish the foundation. The foundation is cracked. We got to lift it up. We got to report it. Like it is what it is. The foundation is cracked. Let's start over. Let's get it right. And let's get it done. And, and, and that's the best thing you can do is just to stay healthy and just get out of it healthy. Get a very good eval. You could get this. This is the best film. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, Ryan, the Trojans are in the best situation possible. Because yeah. they completely have. During a complete evaluation period. Yep. And they could get the Perfect. best film for evaluation that they could possibly get. Against a top 15 defense. Yep. Against a, are they, at the, and, and Louisville's ranked, right? They're ranked. Uh, yeah, they're ranked top 15, and they're the top, excuse me, they're the 16th ranked 16, defense. Yep. And they're ranked number 16. So this is yeah. excellent film you could get. You talk about measure. 
you're going to find out. <laughs> In 24 hours, you're going to find out. And I also like the way that Lincoln Riley brought him out last night. They came last night, I believe, or two nights ago. Like mm-hmm. they've been practicing at home, came two nights ago. They're not sleeping in a hotel for multiple weeks. Like they're in and out. Like this, they sh- this is not where we belong. Like yep. we're not going to make fun of this. Like we're just going to go, do we have to do and get out. So I am excited to see these youngsters play. I can't wait to get a good evaluation. We'll be there watching it from the booth. We got the best view, one of the best views in the whole stadium. We'll yep. be able to watch this whole thing. And I, to me personally, I think I'm just gonna just take notes. Like I'm bring the roster, try to take some notes, and I just and then we can evaluate it from there. Especially because we haven't even started on the roster breakdown for the defense yet. Yep. So we could, <laughs> right? We're supposed to start. The, we were supposed to start with the DBs, and we haven't even got to the DBs yet. So this will give us a great opportunity and a great chance to see where everybody really is and where they need to be. What do you think? Yeah, 100%. Like, I'm, I'm really excited for it. And, you know, at Petco Park, how fun is it to have a football game at Petco um, no. that we're going to be at? So that's going to be a blast. Let me ask you this before we wrap up, because I yeah. feel like we haven't totally talked about it. But based on, you know, National Signing Day was last week on, on Wednesday. Um, lost one who you coached, Ryan Pelham, out of I Lincoln. Yep. Yeah. Real quick, speak on that. How was he as a player? You said he coached him. He's great. He was he I coached him as a as a sophomore. I coached him as a sophomore. And he he was a game changer as a sophomore. He was great. Like he the ball in his hands, you hold your breath. He's taking off. Great kid. I, I liked him as a kid. Um yeah. he he did everything you asked. We needed him to play safety, he came over. Learn how to play safety. And he, I mean, he's just a baller. He's just an overall athlete. He's just a baller. When I was there, I was telling him, like, man, you, you SC's a spot for you to go. SC's a spot for you to go. And then he's yeah. like, nah, when I was there, SC wasn't even in his list. And then he committed to SC. And like, me and his brother are actually friends. So I hit his brother up. I was like, yep, I knew it. I, I, my, my job's done. And then when he made the flip, I haven't talked to him since he made the flip. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't I don't care because yeah. for me, for me, any kid, any kid that I talk to, I tell them, go where you make where you feel is best for you and go where it feels like home. If it was up to me, I will want you to go to SC. But I'm not going to make a kid that asks me for advice goes to SC just because I went to SC. That might yeah. not be the best fit for him. So at, if he felt like Oregon was the place for him to go and he felt like he could see congratulations go to Oregon now do I wish he would have said Essie 100 but me I know him on a personal level I know that kid like yeah it's it's I I wish nothing but the best for him it, it sucks that we have to defend him but at the end of yeah. the day at the end of the day like I'm proud of him he has a chance he has a ton of upside so um congratulations Ryan bro I don't I'm not upset about it everybody else could be upset about it and that's the recruiting game how many yeah. people flip how many people flipped their recruits and went to SC? Wasn't like three of them that flipped? Uh, earlier in the process, yeah. And there's yeah, still some so, being worked on, yeah. Right. So it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun, right? It, it changes yeah. when people flip on us. But then when we have people flip, it's, oh, yeah, we stole somebody. It's the game. Uh, that's why yeah. I, it doesn't upset me. I understand. Trust me, Ryan, do you know how many times 
<laughs> you know how many times I thought I had a kid locked in and I, I'll tell the head coach. Yep. He's locked in coach. He's ready to go. Everybody's talking to him. Coach, I'm committed. Coach, I'm yeah. committed. And division two, there is no early signing day. It's from, it's pretty much from February, the first Tuesday in February, the national signing day, all the way up until a week before camp starts. So we're grinding that whole time. Um, but it's times like, Coach, I got him locked in. He's locked in. He's ready to go. All right, let's have one more phone call with him. Okay. Yeah, Coach, I'm good. I'm committed. Yep. Yep. All right. And then you get to that that last week of January, and then it comes to that first Tuesday. Coach, you ain't answering the phone. Uh, he answer. uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Somebody else call him. And you have somebody else call him, and they'd be like, yeah, 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 Coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I've been busy. I'll call you back. And then they stop answering that phone call. Like, So it's just – it, it, it's the game. That's the tough part. And I will tell you this. I can't say it the way we said it in the office, but girlfriends, you cannot out-recruit a girlfriend. Put it like yeah. that. If, they, yeah. if the kid's in love and he has a girlfriend and they're going to a school somewhere like that, you can't. Nope. That is the undisputed champion in recruiting. They run mm. recruiter of the year in every conference. You can't out-recruit a girlfriend. Well said. <laughs> so better hope like, that lasts. You better have that relationship last. It doesn't, but it is what it, it is. Never does. <laughs> it never does. It never does. But, yeah. So with the Ryan Pellet thing, like I've been there. I've been there. Like I said, I've had kids yeah. locked down. Like, coach, he's locked down. Come on, visits. Parents love him. Talk to the parents. Uh, we don't offer full scholarships, but we always package the scholarship, right? Like, hey, this is this is this is does this dollar amount work for you? Uh, can we get can we get fifteen hundred more? Yep. Yep, I'll get you fifteen hundred more. I work and try to, and we'll get the fifteen hundred more. Does this work for you? This is what you asked for. Yep. All right, Coach Ryan. You can yeah. stay in contact, and then all of a sudden, that last week of January, they fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's and, the game. And I mean, that's that's I think what happened. I don't, I'm not. I don't want to. You know, Ryan. I have never met him. Um, and this is nothing. This isn't a bad thing. I mean, this is just human nature. It's the game. It, seemed, it seems like it was a last minute, like big nil push from Oregon, who you know, has bigger checkbooks in the NIL game right now, which I, I want to end the show with because I want to ask you that. Um, but yeah, I, I always have a soft spot for Long Beach kids. Obviously, I went to Long Beach State. You went to Long Beach Poly. So I'm always bummed or if I, you know, he went to Milliken and bummed to see him flip. But SC has Xavier Jordan in uh, in the commitment class out of Sierra. Um, out of um, Sierra, And, you know, he was not the ratings mean everything, but higher rated. I know they're really excited about him. And and so um, they at least do get still a really highly touted wide receiver recruit. They've got some great young talent. So it wasn't a, an end-all be-all. Uh, it's just always a bummer to see. But as it stands right now with 20 um, commits in this class, or I think 21, um, you know, I just your thoughts overall on this this recruiting class as it stands right now, and just the off season. I feel like we haven't totally, and we don't have a ton of time, so we can be quick. But just what's your overall summation of kind of this off season based on what's transpired from the Alex Grinch firing to where we are heading to the Holiday Bowl? Where do we finish in the rankings? Uh, right now, we know twenty. I'll take in twenty. Twenty in recruiting, uh, eleven in transfer portal. Right now, it's going to change still. Though. <laughs> All right, I'll take 20. I'll take 20 in recruiting because recruiting was tough up front with the Alex Grinch situation, but there, there's chances. The fact that I like that they signed 21 kids, that means that they're building. Is the 21 include the portal kids? No, so it's 20 recruiting, 
and then eight transfers, so 28 total at the moment. So 20 kids is about – when I played, it was about a basic class for for signing day. And being ranked number 20, that's not bad. I mean, we need to start moving up, but that's a that's a – I'm willing – Jamal's going to kill me for this, but I'm willing to say we're starting over here. We have to admit we're starting over. This is a complete rebuild. And I know it's year three, but this is a complete rebuild. So for it to be a rebuild and for them to be number 20 in a rebuild, it's not bad. Now, next year, we got to start being in the top 10 and then eventually we need to get to the top five. But they went and got this is what I do like. They went and got a lot of big guys up front. That's one yeah. thing I did notice. They got a lot of offensive linemen. They went and got a lot of defense alignment. We do need to start recruiting California more. A lot of them from out of state. And there's one thing that you need to deal with, and the transfer portal helps. Homesick, homesickness is a real thing. You know what I mean? Homesickness is a real thing. And mm-hmm. so if you get a kid that's not playing and he's red shirt and he's like, Man, I miss home. I could go back to I could go back and play at Georgia Southern and my mom could drive and watch me play. I'm only six hours away from home compared to a flight you know that's the the, so it's harder to keep them it's it's hard to get them there it's hard to keep them so but we need to start moving up gradually before rebuild for a rebuild year i'll take 20 i don't i'm not upset about it i'll take 20 yeah i i still fully believe they'll they're going to move up higher because you know there's still a lot of kids out there that haven't signed um transfer portal they'll move in the top five they're 11 right now but they're going to get a especially if we'll want to win and if i know we talked about it all with miller moss but if and when will Howard signs they'll jump from 11 to probably seven or eight just with that signing um but you know at 20 here here's what i'm most excited about and you know that number you you want to see higher but what do we see with these with these transfers out right malachi nelson relique brown damani jackson Corey foreman all five-star recruits that were minimal to zero impact on this team. And they're all leaving, but you look at them as a recruiting class. They were a top class, zero impact on what these Trojans did. You can blame a number of factors, but that's just the fact of it. They had zero impact or negative impact. And you look at Damani Jackson this year, unfortunately. So the recruiting is important when you're a top flight program like USC. Yes, you should finish top 10. But when I just look at these players and what this Lincoln Riley and DeAnton Lynn are trying to build now with this new kind of motivation. And I know I'm always the glass half full guys. So I know I, I look at it a little differently, but they've gone after guys now that fit that bill. Like you, you see the late additions to this class in uh, Abasari who flipped from Minnesota. When you look at Cowan who joined late, I know they're three-star guys, but they're big body defensive. Yes. Linemen. You're talking about 18 year old kids that are six, four, six, five, uh, pushing like 280. I mean, those are 18 year old kids that you're going to eventually get close to 300. And, and so they're, they're committing to that size discrepancy going to the big 10. And the other thing I know we talked about throughout the year about overhauling the coaching staff in totality. Um, I've been a big fan of Josh Hansen, who's the offensive line coach. I think he does the offensive line this year obviously was not good, but you look at last year where they had, I mean, it was a continuity of guys that have been there for a long time. This year, you basically had an entire fresh new starting five. I know Dietrich had been there before, but he moved from guard to center. In these two years that Hanson's been here now, he's recruited 10 offensive linemen. So two classes, five offensive linemen each. Going the next year, you have a, a sophomore class and an incoming freshman class. 
that is eventually going to build that offensive line up, which I know you're big on. You got to build an offensive line and you want to have two, three year starters down the line. And that's what they've built. So you look at that class, 10 offensive linemen in two classes, all big guys. So I'm really impressed with that. So I think overall, yeah, 20, you want to see that ranking go higher. I think it will end up higher when it's all said and done. Probably won't be top 10, but it'll probably be top 15 when it's said and done, um, which you still want to see it higher overall. But based on who they've gotten, I'm really pleased with what they've done. Yeah, that like I said, it's a rebuild. So I'll take 20. I I thought it was lower actually, but I'm not complaining. If they did 20 and they're 20 and 11, that's pretty good. I mean, at the end of the day, we could be number 99 like Colorado, right, Candace? <laughs> hey, they're one in transport. They're one in transfer portal, but we'll Man. see if that changes anything. They're one. <laughs> Let's not get on that. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. All right, good deal. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm excited for tomorrow. We'll be at the game tomorrow. If you guys see us, stop by and say hello. Don't forget yes. to stop by Stone Brewery while you're down in San Diego. Also, get you a fight on Pale Ale, the perfect time. Holiday Bowl, San Diego, Snowberry Fight on Pillar. Go get and get you that. Don't forget to go to underdogfantasy.com or in that Google store or the app store. Get you some picks in, any two picks. And then you put in USC LAFB, you get a $100 match bonus. And you guys will be set and ready to go. Right? I am excited about the game tomorrow. We get to see some football in person again. Last game, I actually, well, I went to the Rams game when they played the two weeks ago. They was about to give the game back to him. Who did the Rams play two weeks ago? The Browns. Was it the Browns? Nope. It was the Commanders. Commanders. Okay. I went to the Rams and the Commanders game. Yeah. It's all, bl- but, it's all blending together. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, last game I was at, though, last SC game I was at, I was with, there with you. So, San Jose State. Yeah. Yep. We get to hang out again. So, that should be fun. <laughs> Hopefully, get the Madman there. Say hello to us. We'll take a picture. We'll do all the good stuff. If you're if you're really nice, Ryan will sign an autograph for you because he's the legendary Ryan Dyro. Not worth so. anything. So, you know, <laughs> Definitely. We appreciate you guys, Ryan. I appreciate you. Uh, see you guys tomorrow. Live free. Fight on.